to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share, or follow at Keys to the City. Plus, check out clovercrestmedia.com for our podcast and many more podcasts on all major social platforms. Social media platforms. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, ladies and gentlemen, there always comes a time for football. It's the NFL playoffs. For NHL fans, we got the hockey playoffs. MLB has their time. Well, as I say, well, what do you mean by this? NBA fans, it is your time now. Your favorite time of the year is officially upon us. As we get started, we had the play-ins the other night. Tonight will be decided who is going to be playing the Phoenix Suns and who will be playing the Miami Heat as the eight seeds battle it out tonight. So, yes, the play-ins have started. The NBA playoffs is officially I guess we can all say, underway. We have actually two shows going tonight. We got this one. We got an NBA playoff preview. Then we'll have the Joseph McGuire joining us to talk takeaways from the first week of the MLB season. I know it's only 155 more games left. Why are we talking about it? We're just doing it for just for a little fun. So we're going to talk about it. Yankees, any concerns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already had three home runs. Clayton Kershaw. Could be could be a perfect game under his name, but the Dodgers and analytics decided to take him out. And then we got the unwritten rules again, complaining because baseball has supposedly unwritten rules. But let's talk about yeah, I know exactly. It's like what the hell is it? Stupid, bro. It's like this. It's the dumbest Shut thing. Shut up and better. just play, play better. Stop complaining and play better. That's all I got to say about that. Play better. If you if you don't want to be embarrassed, then guess what? Play better. Listen, this is not youth baseball. This is not – we're not in – People can't stand baseball sometimes. We're Major League Baseball playing with $30 million, $40 million men on baseball. Shut up and play baseball. Shut up and play baseball. Oh, it's not not even that. It's about the managers and stuff like that. Just play the game and be better. That's it. Be better. Stop complaining. But, like I just said, basketball fans, NBA fans, it is officially – the NBA playoffs. And boy, oh boy, it's an interesting one once again because every year we talk about, well, for this year specifically, there's no Le- Lakers, no LeBron talk. We think about what this year came in. The Nets and the Lakers, Ted, were the odds on favor. Well, we had some surprises this year. Got the Chicago Bulls. We have some different. The Phoenix Suns continue their impressive, impressive ways and how you can win by building in the draft. I know it sounds crazy in the NBA, specifically the NBA, but a team has just proved it, that you can do it by in the draft. So it's just been a remarkable season. We're going to come down to which big man is going to win the MVP. Is it going to be Jokic for a repeat? Or is it going to be Joel Embiid finally getting maybe a much-deserving MVP? Speaking of repeats, do we have the Bucks winning the NBA championship again over the Suns? I don't know. But, Ted, let's talk about – we always talk about pressure. I know it's a word that everybody gets bored about. Yeah, you can roll your eyes, but it's a word everybody gets bored about because, well, everybody faces pressure in different ways. But the NBA, when we think of this, I, I only can come up to a handful of names. One, maybe two, if any, 
But I think me and you, I hate to say this, probably are going to agree on it because I don't like to agree with you, Ted. But take it away. I think it's, it's obvious. See, here, here's where you got to look well, at it. So I like, hear this. What is so it? What is the name? Well, Kevin Durant doesn't no. have any no, 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 no. Listen. So let's go. Let's go with the floor a little bit. Let's go. Let's we'll ride, the, let's ride the wave, and then we'll and then we'll fall off the cliff. All right. So we guys that have guys that have already won championships have nothing to prove. All they can do is increase their legacy. Curry, yeah. Draymond, Kevin Durant, Kyrie. Yes, the Brooklyn Nets have something to prove too because they wanted to form this super team. There is pressure. Of course, there's pressure on them. But there's one guy specifically that's in the East. That plays somewhere between, you know, Delaware and Jersey. He's kind of close to you, a couple hours away. Yeah, kind of near Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. He's been traded, what, three times in the past five years? It's James Harden. It's a really obvious one. It's James Harden. James Harden was traded. There was a big trade during the regular season. Something we're not as used to seeing the big, big names get traded. Maybe in free agency, maybe in the offseason, but not during the regular season. Who cares about Ben Simmons? We know he stinks. He's garbage. Whatever. Oh, so no, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 hold on. Wait, wait, wait. And I'll get back to you quite quickly. The whole Ben Simmons thing. I don't think he's a bum. I don't think he, in a sense of, I don't think he's a bad basketball player. Great defensive mind. He's a good facilitator. But his antics, the way he's handled everything, yes. Listen, how can you have hurt your back? You haven't played basketball in twelve months. It's just, it's just really suspicious, and it's just kind of clownish. Hang, hang that, out like, with you've the been, you've, been, too much. you've been out for this long, but tap back to your point. Well, here's the other thing. There, There is another guy, though, that has the number one seed that is pressure, and that's Chris Paul, too. You know, we don't look at Chris Paul because his team has been the best team all season. They've been the most consistent team. But something that has kind of hurt him, and I don't know if it's his fault, but it is because it's him injury-prone, especially in the playoffs. Things happen to him. You just wonder, can he perform when it matters most? Is he going to be able to be the driving force to lead this team to a championship? That's something that I think that will, could, should happen, but – We'll get into the afterward prediction, but it's James Harden, bro. If he plays what I think he can play, where a lot of people thought he was, if him and possibly the MVP and Joel Embiid play at their A game, there might be no better combo in the whole league when they're playing at their best ball. There might not be a better center in football basketball. There might be no better basketball player than Joel Embiid, but James Harden his ability to control the game. You can knock him on the defense, whatever. But offensively, that's what we brought him to score points, be clutch, and, and be consistent. And lately, down the stretch, for Philly, he has not been consistent. He has not played well. I'm looking at it right now. His playoff stats, what do we got right here? 23 points a game. Not bad, but inconsistent. He's had too many games, though, where he's just been awful. Yeah, he's got six assists. But when you compare his playoff numbers to his regular season numbers, there's a there's a change. There's a, there's a decline in his performance. And we've said this before. Go back to the Houston game, game seven against Golden State when they were up and they had a chance. They were awful. And, and the leader of the pack, him, James Harden, was awful and inconsistent. And it was a reason why Houston never got to the NBA Finals. My thing about James Harden is we know what we could do in the regular season. I mean, there's no question about it. Like, I know people don't dislike that. Like, to me, James Harden is well, – I'm not a big fan of James Harden, but I know what he brings to the court in the regular season. For 82 games or however many games he's playing that season, let's be honest. He's one of the best offensive players in the game. Maybe one of the best – could go down as one of the best offensive players of all time in this league, in this great offensive league. 
it doesn't matter to me about what anybody does in 82 games. When you're on a team that's supposed to be one of the favorites, whether it's the Brooklyn Nets, whether it's the Oklahoma City Thunder, whether it's the Houston Rockets, and now it's the Philadelphia 76ers. All the teams that James Harden have been a part of have been title contenders, have been one of those teams that you would put, predict, put in, or consider title contenders. And every one of those occasions with James Harden, he's failed miserably. And I know and that the biggest look, games too. Look, Kevin, look, here's my thing about I know people say, well, Kevin Durant. Well, let's be honest, Kevin Durant does his thing in the playoffs. There may be no better player that we've seen, maybe other than LeBron and Kobe or Shaq in the playoffs, that really dominate offensively and dominate a game overall. But when you see James Harden, you know what he brings to the floor. One of the best offensive players in the game. When it comes to crunch time, and you know what? I'm going to relate this to Aaron Rodgers because we know what Aaron Rodgers can do in the playoffs. We know how great oh, – not playoffs. We know how great he is in the regular season. J- James Harden, Aaron Rodgers, two guys that we would consider complainers. They like to whine a lot. Not, not the best reputation maybe among the outside basketball and football world. But to me, those guys every week, whether it's Sundays or in the NBA, whether they're, whenever they're playing, those two guys are usually the best players on the field, on the court. But when it comes to the playoffs, they shrink. That's the biggest issue for me. And I know we could say Joel Embiid. Well, and here, here's the other thing. Oh, so the bra- hold on. Hold on. Here's the other thing. The bracket sets are perfect for them. They don't have to play Brooklyn or Milwaukee until the final. I still think they have a very, very tough road. I mean, Toronto is no, going to no, be tough. Listen, you don't have to play Milwaukee. You don't have Toronto's to play Brooklyn. tough. Yeah, but here's the thing. Would they really want to play Brooklyn in the first round? Does anyone really want to play Brooklyn in the first round? Do you really want to play the Bucks in the first round? No, you don't want to play the defending champs. And Giannis might be the best overall player in all the NBA, okay? With that being said, Toronto's going to be a very tough matchup, okay? Especially because of the COVID protocol. And, and uh, Thibault, one, their best yeah, defensive Thibault, player. Yeah, Thibault, one of the better players. Is, will not be there. And I don't know if there's anyone else, but he's the main guy. That matters. So guys that are on the bench are going to have to play a much more significant role. That's going to be a difference for the Sixers. And the Toronto Raptors, don't underestimate them, folks. They can make noise in the playoff. They got players. They got long length. They got they can shoot. They got defense. And they got good coach. But here's the thing. I look at they should beat the Toronto Raptors. They are the better team with the be- the two best players. Right? That's what it comes down to. I'll explain my reason too. Getting gritty sometimes, always out. Right? Because the Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta Hawks, perfect example. Atlanta Hawks last year, the 76ers were the better team, probably. The Atlanta Hawks beat them. And and I believe, here's the thing if a beat and hard and play their game, okay. But you also also got to have the right mindset. Like sometimes these guys, because of the personalities, they're big personalities, I should say, sometimes that always doesn't connect when you're having an off game. Like the tough and nitty gritty, get in your head. When you've got Scotty Barnes, who's actually have a phenomenal rookie season, a great pick at the time, we thought that Jalen Suggs was going to be the pick for the Toronto Raptors. Scotty Barnes has delivered. Pascal Siakam has delivered. This has always been a tough, nitty gritty team. And I believe when you have a guy like that, when you have teams like that, that are going to kind of nitpick at you, poke at you, get in your head. Those guys have those big personalities. 
they might go MIA for one of those games. So that's not a guaranteed series. I believe that there's, I mean, it's funny because we sit here and we're like, oh, well, what about the West? Well, that's just how the NBA has been this year, ladies and gentlemen. The Eastern Conference has been so, you, it's grabbing your attention. Well, the, the Eastern, Eastern Conference, been much more Western competitive. Conference. Hold on. Hold on. You know the West, though, has been like one through eight? Hold on. Well, you know the know. West has been, but the East, though, I mean, you look at it. Brooklyn's a seven seed. You got the Sixers. I mean, right. you're, you're talking was, about Toronto right now. They're no slouches. All right. If Atlanta, Atlanta, if they win, what's to say that they couldn't beat the Heat in that 1 8 matchup? All right. Yeah. They played tonight against the Cavs. So, and you said it, Trev, the Hawks, they made a run last year. Anyone in the East right now can can win that. Let me, let me say this. That. Let me finish. The Eastern Conference all year, it's been who's going to be the number one seed? And where are the Brooklyn Nets going to be and who are they going to be playing? For the West, it's predominantly been, let's be realistic, what's going on with the L.A. Lakers? That's always been the storyline, it felt like to me, coming out of the Western Conference. And that's the thing that annoys me because I'm a Laker fan. But to hear that, when you have teams like the Dallas Mavericks, the Utah Jazz, who have been steady steady teams in this Western Conference, the Phoenix Suns, are doing it the right way. The Memphis Grizzlies doing it the right way. The Golden State Warriors are starting to get back everybody. But my point is, is that you talk about all these teams. That's what we were talking about with the Western Conference. The Eastern Conference, that's what it's taught. That's what it ultimately we talked about. Who was going to be the one seed and who was going to be playing the Brooklyn Nets? Because it always felt like those were the two teams, realistically, that had the chance to dominate the headlines. So, Ted, we talk about the pressure. Let's move on for the pressure. Let's talk about to you, is there an interesting matchup that you really are eyeing? It doesn't have to be a first-round matchup. Now, there's some great first-round matchups. Yeah, no. Let me just let me just slowly down on that. The first round, there's some real, real intrigue in that first round. But is there a matchup that you could be possibly seeing in the future that really is getting you going? Well, here's – so the West – the one matchup that really intrigues me, and I'll just do the West first, and then I'll get more into the East and the East, is is the two seven matchup. It's the Memphis Grizzlies versus the the Timberwolves. Yeah. What I saw of the Timberwolves last night or the other night was unexpected. I thought the Clippers would win, but them to be able to fight back. Listen, Carl Anthony Towns has been playing some of his best basketball. You know they got Patrick Beverly, who is Anthony Edwards know, has been a hell of a, a hell of a story for them, and and he's been a hell of a pick for him. Listen, you're talking about two young, great teams. And you got stars. I mean, you got John Morant in his first playoff, so let's see how he plays. We saw how well the Grizzlies played without John Morant. What were they, 19-2 and two when John Morant was out? I mean, they were electrifying. They have depth. They have talent. They have coaching. I'm just really interested in this series because it's it's two young stars with Carl Anthony Towns. Who I know he's been in the league for a little bit. You got John Morant, and 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 the, the thing a lot of people will say is, okay, how serious is? Oh, Ted, Ted, they were twenty and four. Twenty and four. Okay, so I remember the last time I looked, it was like nineteen and three. I'm just, you know, the point is, is that they were they were always consistent, no matter if John was on the court or he was off the court. They've been a consistent team this season. Uh, me personally, the West, that's the thing. The West has like maybe one or two. But there's a possibility, and it's kind of unfortunate because Paul George tonight is going to miss the game against the Pelicans as he's due to health. I think the ball. Pelicans are going to win now. That's what I was going to say is that my mind was all on the Clippers because of the fact that you have Paul George and 
I said that you never know what that one eight seed because you don't take. We didn't well, here's the thing: could Kawhi have come back? That's what I'm saying. We don't know what's the whole situation. But now with Paul George out, with Kawhi out, maybe you do lead towards the Pelicans with CJ McCollum and that young core that is starting to believe with themselves without Zion Williamson too. Well, so listen, there's a chance that Zion could be coming back. I mean, God forbid. I heard, yeah, you saw the dunk, and then, right? And then I think the most intriguing matchup, even though I don't want, even though I would say the Sixers, no, I don't think specifically that series really excites me. It's the Boston Celtics and Brooklyn Nets one. I think for me, it's obvious. It's because we have a special fan going to that game, a lucky fan going this weekend on Easter Sunday. I, big th- I, I think that that series has a lot of intrigue because you think about where Boston came from, where they started the season, where there was turmoil. They they did not perform well off the bat. There was a new coach. Everything was kind of transitioning. Um, and then all everyone was screaming was split them up, split them up, split them up, split the Jalen Brown. You know, and um, I mean, I would love it because of Lakers. And, Jay- and Jason Tatum. But you know what? The coach and the team, they found it. And they found it really good. And I, I want to make sure I get this stat right. They have uh, – give me one second. Where was the stat? I ha- it, it was something where they were Man, like struggling. 30. Shut up. It was like – Man, were- it's struggling. Oh, okay. Here you go. Since the calendar year turned 2022, the sole starting Celtics have been in juggernaut going 31-10. and 10. The season's back half, snagging a second place finish, and the so they have played some of their best basketball down the stretch. I think Williams, their power forward slash center that they use, being out with the knee injury, I think could drastically hurt them because they could switch one to five. They play great defense. They score. They're the best defensive team in the league. They are phenomenal, and they got two stars. But you and me, I did this the other day. Go, Trev. But if you were going by stars, I would still take the Brooklyn Nets stars over the. Oh, you said you well, have how I would do the top. How I would do the top Four. six. I'll go top, top six because they're pretty bad. Number one to me would be Kevin Durant. Would be Durant. Number two to me would be Tatum. Three would be Kyrie. Four would be Brown. I put Marcus Smart in that. You put Seth Curry. I think that matches up right there. Those are th- those are your three. I think the Robert Williams injury plays a huge factor into this whole series because he – I mean, he was a guy that is going to be up for possibly defensive player of the year. He's been that freaking good for the Celtics as a whole. And to see him in his absence could play into factor. These two teams met last year. The, the Nets obviously won 4-1, to one, but this is a different Celtics team. This is a team that could win. Ted, I'm going to ask you one more question about this, and then we'll make our predictions yeah, go on, how bro. we play out. If there's one player that can change – an entire series. If you had to take one player that you think could change the series, who would it be in this playoffs? Kevin Durant. I can change maybe the entire playoff outcome. Kevin Durant and Giannis. No, no, no. They're Give the, me one. Give me one. They're the two. They're the two best players in the entire NBA when they're on. There's no stopping either of them. There's there is no person in the league that can guard either of them. We saw what Giannis did like two what was it two weeks ago when they played the Nets. Who did Giannis have like 46, 13? That's what six? he did in the NBA Finals, Game Seven. I mean, it was like six. seven seconds after Durant hit the shot. That's what he did in Game Six. At 50. Court, he got fouled. There is no matchup, and for people to knock Giannis because he can't shoot, who gives a gives a hell? He could still. He's still the most. He might be the most dominant player. I mean, that's why. Yo, that's just, why. That's why the thing between Joel Embiid and Giannis is such a. Is uh. It's such an intriguing thing because that was something that Embiid said to Doc Rivers. It's like every time Giannis is out there, I got to be out there because there is no matchup. And then there's no defender that really can guard Durant. Am I crazy? But, I mean, if you want to talk about outside the box, 
No, am I crazy to say that a guy that we always think can change a game is is, Seth, is Steph Curry? I mean, Steph Curry, if he's 100%. And they're rolling. Him and Clay Thompson, we know what him and Clay can do. We've seen it plenty of times in this league. If Steph Curry is healthy, 100% healthy, which we have to keep track of that. Too predictable. Oh. What's this lady saying? Too predictable. Super, don't sleep on Carl Anthony Towns. The man has been on fire. Yeah, they'll be done. Yeah, he has been, but here's the thing. As good as he is, he can't change his the series. The thing that himself. also was – I'm not liking Listen, about this. Durant almost won the series last year by himself with Kyrie and, and, and Harden being out. Listen, I'm not changing the thing. Relax. Here, you. Here's Ted, here's my thing. Oh, I was I had my I lost my train of thought. Also, I wanted to say quickly about no, the pressure that we people. that we didn't talk about. Yeah. Chris Paul. I, I I'm like not the, he doesn't change the series for me. Devin not, Booker. No, 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 no. No, for facing pressure. I know we talked a lot of Harden quickly. I said that. I mentioned him. Ball. I mentioned him when we were talking about Harden. Did you see it? I said we didn't really talk about him because their team's the number one seed. They've been so successful, but He's gotten hurt every time in the playoffs. It's like a hamstring. Remember the, the wrist, the ankle. How do you I mean, feel? There's the question. How do you feel right now that you're seeing a lot of the big names start? Calf strain. Luca. We got to keep an eye on him. Steph. Paul George. Don't know how long he's going to be out with hit the rules. You have Embiid that maybe. James Harden. Ben Simmons. All these guys that are coming into the playoffs with some sort of injury or with, bothered by some sort. Of injury, not going to be 100%. So, how do you feel about that? And then we can make our predictions. Or am I going to talk to myself? Uh, well, listen, I'm listening to you, bro. I'm, what I'm saying to you is this it hurts. It hurts the NBA playoffs. Because, I'm sorry, I'm watching this dog literally just take his whole basket of toys and literally flip them over. Um, he's, an, he's an animal. He's out of control. No, literally, he's an animal. But, um, no, like, I mean, listen, for the for the Mavs, the Mavs are a real, a real contender going forward. But with Doncic how they don't win the first series. They don't make it out of the first round without him. He's that significant. He's that important to that team. In the capturing, we know this. If, if you if everyone remembers, Kevin Durant's injury a couple years ago when he was on Golden State was the calf strain. So he didn't play through the playoffs. Then he led tried to, to come back. Oh, wrecked his Achilles. Pay attention to me, boy. <laughs> You're talking to me at Are you talking to me? Talking to you. But with that being said, you know, him being hurt, Curry's going to try to come back for game one, all right? I think they still could take care of business in their first round, even without him. But he's significant. He puts them over the top. With him healthy, they become a real title contender. With him not being healthy, they don't make it to the NBA Finals. Well, let's speak into the Finals. Let's give our prediction. Who wins the 2022 NBA title? Ted, let's be honest. Let's just give us the Final Four. Let's give us our Eastern Conference and Western Conference. So for the Eastern Conference – who do you have? And for the Western Conference, who do you have? What I have, what I have in the previous show? Do you? I'll have to look at the picture, bro. Doesn't even remember. All right, so I'll go with mine. Well, my listen, Eastern I have the Bucks in the Heat and the East. Uh, don't start with me. You know, you're a funny guy when you're on television, and all of a sudden. And listen, I have Golden State versus Phoenix, and I had the Bucks versus Heat. I know, really, really out of the box. That's what I had. I had the Bucks winning in six, beating the Heat. I have the Suns beating Golden State. I just think I think the Suns are on a mission. I think this is their, this year. I have them actually winning the whole thing. I have a rematch in the NBA Finals, and I have the Suns finding a way to win this time. Because I just – Bucks and Nets, that's a Ted thing. <laughs> just taking shots at you. You're too predictable. Well, listen – What's to say that any of the teams in the East couldn't make it? 
one through eight. I mean, really, so, I, I, hold on, hold on. I'll answer. I'm answering. If I had to say for the East personally, I would say the Heat. I'd say the Bucks. I would say the Nets. I would say the Celtics. And I'm hesitant to say the Sixers, but if they're healthy and James Harden and, and Embiid are clicking, then yes, you have to put Philadelphia 76ers as well. Now, in the West, now what do you think in the West? Is Memphis good enough to. Is no, Memphis I, I, I think the West is very basic to me. I, I believe that it would be Golden State if they're 100% healthy, which they're not going to be. Well, and it could be by I, NBA, NBA, NBA Me NBA personally, NBA. it's got to be Phoenix. I mean, you're a 64 win team. You, you've taken the league by storm. You dominated the league this year. You were by far the prohibited favorite and the prohibited best team in this league this year. So, to me, it's really two teams in the West, and then it's wide open in the East, like four or five teams wide open. I want to say the Bulls, but they haven't been able to beat any of these big prime teams. And with the injuries of Lonzo, they haven't been 100%. DeMar DeRozan's been carrying them this entire season, but I expect them to be done very quickly against the Bucs. To me, I think we're both in agreement. I'm a little hesitant. I want to be Bucks over Suns, but I believe this Suns team is just destined. But here's, the here's, I'll, last I'll end it on this quick question for you, Trev. Go so I'll go back to the baseball thing and we'll, and save it like we did the other day. If the Suns have an easier road through the West, yeah, where the Bucks are like, okay, so they got to play the Bulls. Then they got to play the winner of the Celtics-Brooklyn series. Then they would possibly have to play the Sixers-Heat. More likely not. Their road to the championship is much more difficult than I would say the Phoenix Suns. Do you yeah. think that hurts? Do you think that will hurt or help the Suns? To me, I mean, to me, the Bucs, you already just won a championship. You did it before. You did it last year. You, yeah, but you like I know, I know that everybody will say. I mean, it's, oh, yeah, of course. It's extremely. There's a reason why it, it doesn't really happen. It hasn't happened since the Miami Heat, the LeBron. But that's also when the best player of the world, which many consider – Giannis or KD, specifically Giannis in this situation, we consider him one of the best players, if not the best player in the world. So when you are the best player, when you are the most dominant, we expect you to dominate your way into the NBA championship and hold, uh, and winning another one and pretty much cementing yourself as a whole. And, and, here, and here's what I'll the say. Suns, though, Suns have a legit shot. This team is nasty. This team is good all around. They can shoot the three. They're dominant inside. We saw how DeAndre Ayton really took his, his level to the or his game to the next level last level. year. If Chris Paul could stay healthy, if Chris Paul could stay healthy, he froze. He froze. If Chris Paul could stay healthy, let me go to solo until we get him back. But I don't think he's coming back. I think he froze. Oh no, the Wi-Fi is gone. Don't worry. But we're gonna go with the Suns just because of the historical season, and I feel like this team is ready for the challenge. They got there last year. They felt what it was like to defeat. Now they're going to give back to the Bucks what they suffered last year. And we got to go in seven games, not the better than game seven in any playoffs. So we got the Suns winning part two over the Milwaukee Bucks. And we got MVP. We're going with the D-Book, Devin Booker, shooting guard out of Kentucky. But I can't wait for this NBA playoffs. It's going to be fun. Hopefully we get Ted back. We don't know what's going to happen with him. I don't know if he lost the connection. We might not ever see him again because his connection's not working. But we are coming back in a brief few in a couple of minutes, I should say, as we will be talking New York Yankee baseball and our first week recap of the MLB season. I know, 155 games left. Why are we doing it? Because we love baseball. But, ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. We stream on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, like, subscribe, share, or follow. 
Or check out Clovercrest Media for many more podcasts like us and documentaries. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the City, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.